This was his brainchild, his idea, and it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, that's really what Solomon is for. Solomon is really uh, meant to be a time where we take off, we should uh, learn something, and uh, why not? Um, it's a very nice idea, we should have a, we should have a program. Uh, so, <coughs> so just, uh, uh, just, I just wanted to talk a little bit about kosher animals in general, and Buffalo in particular. So on this, uh, some people might have the hand up um, that um, the Ramah starts off in Hilchus Macholus Asus right at the beginning. Mitzvah say later asimonim. There's a mitzvah to say to know the simonim shemavdil shemavdil behem 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 achayev oif dogim bechagovim. There's a mitzvah to say to know the simonim. So there's a discussion in the Achronim. Does this mean it's just a mitzvah to know about it, to learn it, and now today we're going to be making a new mitzvah in the Torah, and today we're going to learn about it? What does it not mean that? Perhaps it just means that when you're going to eat, you got to know you got to know something about the about the chelik between them. Um, either way, either way, we're definitely becoming mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Um, the Ramah continues that the Ramah says that the Simoni Behema and Almafurish in the Torah, we know that an uh, animal has to have split hooves, has to chew the cart. Then the Ramah continues there in Hippos Macholus Asuas in the first period. He says there are ten animals, there are ten kosher animals between Behema and Chaya. So, there are Shloshimini Behema, Shosavais, seven kinds of Chaya. Ten kinds of animals, but then he adds heim ominehem, the ten species of anim- them and their species. So therefore, it's a, it's more expansive. There are ten animals, but uh, one of the animals is a cow. But what counts as a cow? Who who decides that? You know what's called the min of a cow? That that's not so clear. But uh, <coughs> but this much we know. We know that there are ten species of animals which are kosher. Heim ominehem. So <coughs> so the so the shulchan aruch. In Simonai Tess, right at the beginning, the Shulchan Aruch says, "Simoni behema v'chaya ispasher v'tayra." The simonim of a behema and a chaya are explicit in the Torah. The shnei simonim malagayim on a frisay pasa. Right then, <coughs> that's blown up. That's what perish in the Torah. Then in the next simon, simon pei, the Machaber says that <coughs> there's a difference between a behema and a chaya. That the <coughs> that the the Chaya, it's Chelev, is Mutzah. On the other hand, it needs Kisri Adam. And how do you know? So how do you know whether an animal is a Behemoth or a Chaya? They both have split hooves. They both chew the cards. The way to know the difference between a Behemoth and a Chaya is by looking at the horns. And the Mechaber there explains a little bit. The Mechaber says that the very Simonim in the horns are how to tell whether the animal is Behemoth or a Chaya. So <coughs> uh, the Pashtus is, and this is the way that the Pisket comes out, that either way, even if you don't know anything about horns, the animals for sure kosher. If you choose the cart and has split hooves, it's kosher. Those are the simonim the Torah gives. The horns is just if you want to figure out it's a behemoth or chayev. If you want to eat the chaylev, if you do kiss the adam misafek and you don't eat the chaylev, it doesn't matter. It's a, it's a moot point. You know, the only di- those are the differences between a behemoth and a chayev is that mm-hmm. it's eat the chaylev and that it's chayev and kiss the adam. This is the way the Pesach Chuba says. He brings others. He brings the Beis Yaakov as Momachmeh. And he, and he says, it's not true. He says, this is what Pesach Chuba says, that the animal's for sure kosher, if it has split tooths and it chews the cards. Uh, if you want to know if it's a paper or a chaya, so then you got to know more about the horns. Okay, so then there's this shach. And this shach is this, uh, this a one-line shach, and this shach is subject to a major debate. The shach says one line on this simon, that the, 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 <coughs> the Mechaber says, you got to look at the horns. So the, 
Shach says like this. I'll read it. It's one line. I am Pirish of Dvarim Eder Beisi Yosef. If you want to know more about this, look at the Beisi Yosef. Or the fish she'ain lano ata at a mashi kebalnu b'mesayrus. But since nowadays we only do, we only use things that we have a tradition on. Therefore, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into it. In other words, in other words, by by ofos by birds already Rashi writes in the Gemara <coughs> in Chulin Rashi says by birds that by birds we only eat birds that we have a masayu we only eat birds that we have a tradition that we have a masayu that we eat. So therefore, the Shach is saying over here there's more to talk about over here. You know, if you want to know more about it, you can see the base still safe. But I'm not gonna talk about it because ata. <coughs> We only have what we have in Masevis on. So, there are two basic ways of understanding this shach. And this, is, this was the subject of a major dispute. One way of understanding the shach, which is the way the Prima Godim understands it, is like this. The Prima Godim understands it. He says, you know, to, to be able to tell that an animal's kosher, that's very easy. You, to, to figure out whether an animal chews the clouds and it has split hooves, that's, that's, there's no, that's not, doesn't take any chokhmah. You don't need any masoras for that. You want to know about the horns. You want to know how to look at horns of animals. What kind of horn is like this? What kind of horn is like that? That's what the shach's talking about. The shach's going on the fact that you should check the horns. The shach's saying on that, we don't have a masoras. We don't have a masoras about horns. So we don't know if the animals are behaving or high. It's for sure kosher. You don't need a Masoris to make an animal kosher. An animal's kosher, the Torah says, that split hooves to choose the cut. It's not like birds. Birds, you've got to know the names of birds. The Torah is, the Torah is vague. You know, the Torah just gives us lists of names, and we don't know which bird's which. Animals, the Torah is explicit. The Torah tells us to choose the cut. That split hooves is for sure kosher. The question is, about the horns, that we don't have a Masoris. So therefore, you've got to be machmeh. That's what, that, that's what the shach means. You've got to be machmeh, that you've got to treat the animal with the chumras, of a behemoth and a chaya, the chumor of a behemoth is that the chaylev is also, the chumor of a chaya is that it needs to see Adam. So if you have an animal that you're not sure, you have some, some new species, uh, for some new animal, it, it, if it shoots the kind of spitus, it's for sure kosher, you're just going to be machmed, we don't know about the horns. That's the way the Prima Godman understands it. The chokhmas adam is not so much like that. The chokhmas adam, <coughs> he says, that again, the simonim of behemoth, chaya, and the tyros, the tooth shoots the count. And then he talks about it a little bit more, and then he says, like this, he says, We only eat things we have in Masiris, so therefore, I don't tell anything more about it. So he says, we don't eat them. Like the Prima Godim, we eat them. We just uh, I don't know if it's a behemoth or a chaya. We can, you can eat the animal. You just uh, you just can't eat the chaylev. For the rest of it, you can eat <laughs> the lasher of the chokhmah sonzam is in on ochlin and amashik kibalu b'mesayus never seen. It seems that he disagrees. It's to the Prima Godim. It seems that he understands that no, it's not just that you need a mesayus <laughs> to decide whether the animal is behemoth or chaya. You need a mesayus to decide that it's kosher. In other words, even though really we know it's true, split hooves and shoes and cut is not a very hard thing to figure out. But nevertheless, that's what the shark's saying, that we only eat, oh, we only eat, again, oh, we only eat, in on ochlin elamashigabalim and service ravasim. So this background, <coughs> this background leads us to this major um, uh, controversy which erupted like 60 years ago. In Eretz Yisrael, meat's expensive. So the chief rabbi, Rabbi Herzog, he had this idea. He said that there's this animal called the zebu, 
and Zidu meat for somehow he was able to get cheap. And Zibu chews the cart, it has split hooves, it's a horse, it's not a horse, I'm sorry, it's a cow, let's try that again, it's a cow, it's a cow with a hump. That's the, the you know, if you look at it, it looks like a, it's like, it looks pretty much like a cow. The back of it goes up and goes down, it has like some kind of hump, but, uh, you know, so it's a, uh, that, that's a Zibu. And somehow, for some reason, I don't know why, but he had Zibus in Madagascar, of all places, I don't know. But that's where he had, that's where he had these Zibus there that he could, that he could shaft up there, he had it worked out, he could shaft, he could bring it to to stroll. So, and, uh, and uh, you know, he thought it would be uh, um, <coughs> cheaper. And he said, it's fine, the Zibu's fine, you know, okay, we'll be machmed, we'll go like, we'll be machmed, that's a behemoth, we'll chaya, so we'll be machmed, we'll do kisedam, we're not going to eat the chaylev, but you know, <coughs> it's a kosher animal, so therefore we can do this, we can bring it to Eretz Yisrael and we can eat it, because he was assuming like the Pima Gondim, he was going like the Pima Gondim, that the Pima Gondim says that as long as it has the tools, it chooses the God, you know, it's kosher, so, um, so he wants to bring it to Yisrael. The Chazanish was adamantly opposed. The Chazanish said no. He, the Chazanish says that we go like the Chochmas Adam. So this was basically, this was the Machlokas. The whole Machlokas is the same Machlokas, the same Machlokas, Pimegondim and Chochmas Adam. So who do we actually follow? The Rufatzav <coughs> wanted to follow Pimegondim, and the Chazanish was quite adamant that no, we have to follow the Chochmas Adam. So <coughs> he wrote Mechtovim. He, he wrote a few letters. There's a, there was a back and forth between them. So we don't have... I don't know if we have, we, it doesn't seem like we have all of Rehotzok's letters. Yeah, we have the Chazanish's responses. You can figure out from the responses what, what Rehotzok wrote to him. But, um, <coughs> but we have the Chazanish's responses. The Chazanish's responses were printed in the, in the Igros, Igros Chazanish. And then when they reprinted the Chazanish Yerodeya, they put the, they put the Mechdavim in. So that's, now, now it's actually in the Sefer the Chazanish and Simon Yodalaf in Yerodeya. It wasn't originally, because it was originally just from the Mechdavim, but they put it in, so fine. So it's in there. So we have, so we, we have in there, over here there are two Mechdavim. Both of them, it doesn't say who they were written to, but they were written to refer to. So, <coughs> so he says, the Ikka's like the Chachmas Adam. And he has a couple of, the, the, the Chazanish has two arguments why you should follow the Chachmas Adam. One's like a, one's like a Londish argument, and one's a practical argument. The Londish argument is like this. He says that I think that the Chachmas Adam's way of reading the Shach makes more sense to me. I, I, just in the Londis, in the Londis, I agree with the Chachmas Adam. Why? He says like this, the Shah says, we don't have, we, nowadays, I don't want to talk about it, because we only eat things with the Masoris. The Shah, how does the Shah know that? The Shah doesn't say, nearly, he doesn't say, I'm inventing this new Chumrah. He's saying, he's saying, we know we only eat things with the Masoris. So, so how does he know that? So, <coughs> so, if you learn like the Pima Godim, that means that he would only know that if there was some new animal which they found, and then they had to decide whether it's a behavior or a chaya. And then they said, "Oh, we don't know. We can't figure it out. So therefore, we'll just we'll just we'll just be machmer, right? We don't have a masoris anymore on horns. If the question was the masoris on horns, then the only way there's going to be some kind of minig about it is that it actually came up that there were some horns that they had to decide about. So we, what animal? You know, but it's for sure kosher. Again, it's going to be for sure kosher. It's just a question of behemoth or chaya. What animal is there other than cows and sheep, which is for sure kosher that they ate in Europe?" 
that existed that there's even could be any discussion about the horns. There's nothing else. That's all we eat. The only is the cows, sheep, and uh, <coughs> deer. That's about, you know, <laughs> that's it. So there's no other animal that even that that, that was ever mocked to down on the on the on the horns. So there, and if there was, okay, we okay we'd be mocked. Maybe we don't know about the horns, but we should eat it. We don't have such an animal which we eat. Like the Chachmas Adam, it makes a little bit more sense. Like the Chachmas Adam, it could well be that there are many animals in the world. And, um, you know, it's very possible that in previous Doros, that, uh, that there have been suggestions about bringing animals from other places. Not an unusual thing. And the Gedolim at the time said, no, we're not interested in bringing animals from other places because we don't, we don't, want, to eat, we don't want to eat new animals. So like the... Like the, like the I can understand that, yes, it could be that this happened in the previous, you know, this happened in the Shachbetaka say that either this is a known thing that people have discussed bringing in animals and the 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 Rabbonim and the Gedolim are not interested. So therefore you could know about it. So, but like the Pimagadim, then it, like it should never, it should, you know, it should... If it ever happened, then there should be some animal, which is kosher. We just don't know whether it's a chai or a bain, but we don't have such an animal. So that's the lomdus. That's the lomdus reason why he preferred the chach <laughs> <laughs> um, um, The second argument, he says, is that anyway, he says, the chach says it. And if the chach says it, he says, whether, we, whether you agree with me, whether you agree with the chach or not, he says... Um, he says, "Sifro nispashik b'dorah b'chol eretz litter," and 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 it's already a minhag nikfa b'chokh masodom. He says, even whether you agree with the chokh masodom or not, uh, but the minhag is the minhag and litter was to follow the chokh masodom. So even if it wasn't a minhag, now it is, right? Even the chokh masodom says there's such a minhag. So whether you agree with him that there was such a minhag before him, or you don't agree with him there was such a minhag before him, but if he says it and everyone does it from now on, it is a minhag. So therefore, therefore, practically speaking, we do have such a minik. Whether it's from the Shach or from the Chok but there is such a minik. So therefore, you've got to be machved. That's Those are the two arguments that the, that the Chazanish says, Be'ika. <coughs> the counter-arguments go like this. The counter-arguments go like this. The first argument of the Chazanish is, uh, it's got to be that, the, that, uh, that we have, that the, that the, like, like the, the first argument again, it's got to be like the Chok that the minik is not to eat them. And the minig, and the second argument is the minig is to follow the Adam. Number one, the minig is to follow the follow the Adam. The minig is to follow the Pimagadim. I mean, you know, the the minig and litter is to follow the Chachmas Adam more than the Pimagadim. Who says? I mean, you know, Chachmas Adam is a chasher posik. The Pimagadim is a chasher posik. The minig and litter was to follow the Chachmas Adam more than the Pimagadim. you know, that, how do you know that? And, you know, the, the, the Chachmah Zodim is saying the Minig is not to eat these animals. The Pimagodim is saying the Minig is to, yes, eat these animals. So, uh, who, you know, how do you, and even if you're going to tell me, okay, there was such a Minig in Lita, we're not living in Lita. We're living in Eretz Yisrael. Like, how does, why does the Minig, the, what they used to do in Lita, you know, even if you're right, there was such a Minig in Lita, maybe, maybe. But you're agreeing, it's only was a Minig HaMokum, and so we're in Eretz Yisrael, we're not in Lita. So why are we bound by the Minig of Lita? So, uh, so... <coughs> And, and more than that, more than that, the counter-argument is, you're saying that there was such a mini kavua. There was a mini kavua. It must be that the shach knew this already, because otherwise, the shach must have known that already from the previous, from the bottom of his door, and the previous door, he must have known that this is, had came up, and there was such a, such a discussion, and he decided not to take this animal. If there's such a well-known minig, how come the prima doesn't know about this minig? 
right? The prima Godin does not know about this minig. That's not the way he understood the shach. So it can't be, it can't be that this is like a famous minig, which everyone knows, and the shach didn't have to say nearly, because we all know about it, because this had come up, and the previous year, and uh, they thought about bringing other animals, and the Gedolim said, no, we're not going to do this. It's such a famous minig that, uh, that, uh, that then, then the prima Godin should know about it too. He doesn't. Uh, same basic, same basic uh, time period. So how did they have a shayla on a giraffe? So okay, so they went to Shechtim. If, if there's no, who had such a shayla, it wouldn't come up according to the Chazoni. Right, so, uh, you know, this is this is what people say that there's a shayla on a giraffe. It doesn't, you know, it's a, uh, yeah, you know. It's a long next story, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, uh, gosh, this is that, uh, you know, again, it might be... I mean, it's, it chooses its cut and that's split up. Right, right. So, it doesn't so taste very good. According to the you could eat it. Yeah, yeah. You knew it was Yeah, okay, I'm coming to your yonta table. So, yeah, yeah. But the Chazonish would say no. Yeah. Yeah, maybe if you live in Africa and you have in the service, you know, you live in the, 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 right, right, right. So <coughs> there's a third letter from Chaznish, which uh, which they did not actually put in the sefer, but is in the there's a chelik gimel of the of the covers of the igros Chaznish, which came out a little bit later, and then there's a third letter on the same topic, and the same basic again. The Chaznish is pretty is pretty strict, is strong about it. He adds a couple of more points which are worthwhile mentioning. One point he says is that it seems from the response that somebody told him the zebra looks pretty much like a cow. Okay, it has a little bit of a hump, but it's a cow. It's not a new min. You're saying, we, we so therefore, just as much as we have a service on a cow, we have a service on this animal. It is a cow. So, uh, so it seems that that was, a, that was an argument that was made. So, so the Chazanesh says back to him that, you know, when... The person, which means Rapotzog, when Rapotzog wrote his heta, that wasn't the argument he made. He made an argument that, you know, that's another discussion. You know, that's not the argument that was presented. The argument that was presented was that we don't need a Mosiris because this has spadoos and it chooses the cunt. And I was responding to what he wrote. You know, like, uh, you tell me, you know, like, uh, I didn't go ch- zebras safariing the Chazanesh, didn't go down to safari to look at zebras, you know. So, uh, that, you know, so it seems that the Chazanesh is open to. A thought like that, but uh, but he just says that uh, it doesn't seem to be so clear. If that was so obvious, then why didn't Rapunzel write that in the first letter? Obviously, it's not so obvious. So therefore, therefore, he's uh, he's skeptical about that. And then at the end, he finishes off with this paragraph. He said, the last he says, "Sovtovo, this manenu shoshov him al reformer." Nowadays, he efshe lances dvarm hanirim kematirmes mashenot bem isa. Uh, this, so this already tells you something over here. That the Chazanish is not just halachic. The Chazanish doesn't like it. He doesn't. He just uh, you know. He feels like uh, you know. Once you change things, then you're going to change this. You're going to change that. And the whole idea of like uh, making major changes in what Chalis Shor eats. You know, we're still eating chalent, so whatever. We don't change things. You know. So uh, you know, it seems like uh, it seems like the Chazanish had some kind of. Uh, you know, is there a chokhmah verse on Nolan? He was already saw that uh, he didn't think that this was a good path to start. So that's another. Oh, that's a. That's not a halachic argument, obviously. That's just a. It's just a. <coughs> you know, an hoga. How should how should we feel such as gedolim to be klal Yisrael? So that's so that's what he writes. Sounds like chodesh mosam 
Yeah, yeah, right, right. So <coughs> there's on the next page of page eleven. There's a letter over here. There's the 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 stipend lot the for years with a person with Horowitz. With Horowitz kept a diary of things that the that the stipend told him and that happened there in Bnei Brak. So one of the things was this controversy. So he said, he didn't remember all the details of this controversy. So he wrote to Nissan Karelitz, and he wrote to Nissan Karelitz, and he said, can you remind me, tell me more, I remember the Chasnish was very stark about it, but I don't remember all the back and forth. So there's a letter from Nissan Karelitz that, I'm sorry, he sent his son, and his son wrote back to his father what happened. It's not for this. The son says, I told you Nissan Karelitz, that what you said, that, uh, that the Chaznesh was very stark about it. And Nisan Karelit said, Nachon, Nachon, yes, yes, he was very stark about it. And then I said to him, and I, you know, the, 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 my father wanted to know if you remember the details. And he said, yeah, the Chaznesh was, the, usually he didn't go out to do things like in public like this. But this was something that he was unusual, that he, was, that he really felt very strongly about this. And he says, and he called, this is what, the, this is what Nisan Karelit says, he called the Ponovich Rosh Hashivas, Shmuel Vazovsky and Rodolfo Pervarsky, he called them in to tell them that they have to like join in with him, that they have to they have to be Mafrasimit and Yeshivas and Ponovich, that we're not eating Zebu. So uh, so uh, which is interesting that uh, <coughs> I didn't know that they were such political players too, those two Rosh Hashivas, but uh, so uh, so that's what he says, that he called them in and, okay. So <coughs> the Misa the Misa does a uh, what happened out of all this controversy. So uh, it died down. They didn't bring Zebu in. Who's you know the Chaznesh doesn't want it. I mean you know, it's not worth it. So they they didn't bring any Zebu in. Um, <coughs> but the question still comes up. The Shevet Alevi is a chuva from, the, from America. Somebody asked him about buffalo, which is uh, which bison. So let me just 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 one. Just a, okay. In America, we use the word bison, buffalo interchangeably. We call these animals buffalo. Really, real buffalo are the water buffalo in Asia, and those animals are for sure kosher, and like people learn already, there's a masoi on them, and they eat in the back of there. I think they eat it. They eat them in those places. That's the real buffalo. Well, we, the animal that, that's, that's endemic to America, that lives in America, is not, even though people call it buffalo, it's not really a buffalo. It's really, really bison, and somehow we got that name. But that's this animal, this bison animal, so, so, so they, so they were shafting it. So, and then people were Ma'ira, you know, it's the same Shaila. That is, a, you know, it's the same, same Shaila as the Zebu Shaila. If anything, it's worse. It's the, Zebu looks more like a cow than a, than a bison does. So they wrote to Vosna and Shevetalevi. So he writes back, he says, listen, this is the old Shaila. This is the Shaila, the Machlokas between the Primigantim and the Chachmasadzam. And, <coughs> and he makes the thing, and he makes the, and he makes the he makes the same arguments. Mm. He says that uh, you know that uh, um, <coughs> that if this if Chazanish is right that this is so well known, how come the Pimagolim didn't know about it? And um, and uh, and even if there's a Masoyer litter, like the other arguments of the Chazanish, of the Chazanish Sodom, there's a Masoyer litter. You're living in America, and America's not litter. Who says that in America? You know, uh, you know, you know, you can have your own Masoyer. So if you if you're eating it in America, then he's fine with that. So. Um, he says, <coughs> he says, so Lomaisa, he's very, he's Michael. He's, um, he's, um, <coughs> he's martyred them. So, uh, which is very interesting, because you'd think that, uh, you'd think that the Shevet Alevi, you know, you, you'd think that if the Chazanish said not to do something, you'd think if anyone would listen, you know, the Shevet Alevi, no. So, so now this controversy, again, was a controversy from 60 years ago. About 20 years ago, there were, there were some people who were Ma'ira that, uh, so in Eretz Yisrael they didn't bring these zebu in. They had, they had regular cows. 
Then people were that the breed of cow that they used primarily in Eretz Yisrael was really, even though it looked like a cow, it looked completely like a cow, but really it was a crossbreed. And part of its genetic makeup, part of it was a crossbreed, was from Zebu. So people, people were Maira, you know, that, that we all eat Zebu. Everyone's eating Zebu, because all our animals are partly Zebu. They all have Zebu Yechus. So this became, and I saw this was like 2004. This was like, you can, you know, this is already when the newspapers were in their height of like, you know, like every, every Haredi newspaper ads, you know, this was like, uh, this was the, you know, the talk of the town. So this became, <coughs> this became a very, very heated again. That so in the end, Rabbi Yoshev uh, got together a commission to look into it, you know, to, you know, because ultimately they're going to do what Rabbi Yoshev says, you know, so they put, they put together, you know, they put together a group to go and investigate. And I think in the end, Taka, they, 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 he said, in the end, Rabbi Yoshev said, listen, what they're already shafting is fine. Maybe over time we should try and move away from it, you know, so, uh, you know, so that placated everybody. So, <coughs> but uh, it's interesting that these, you know, history repeats itself. The mice, uh, <coughs> the mice, uh, but coming back to bison, so in, in America, it's the shape of the lady, as the shape of the lady said, that, uh, you know, the mix seems to be pretty much to be more maple. That, uh, you know, we don't, uh, you know, there doesn't seem to be any big misery against it. So, Rubelsky <coughs> over here, I've rinsed out of here, Rubelsky's chuva. Rubelsky has, a, has a, you know, a few pages. Rubelsky's, uh, you know, he feels very, very, very confident. That, uh, that it's fine. He feels very confident that the bison are fine. He makes arguments. Again, not all of his arguments I, I, I fully understand. Firstly, he's, one argue, he makes an argument. The Chasnei shouldn't write it in his Sefer. He only wrote it in the Mechtavim. They took the Mechtavim and they put it in the Sefer. I don't know. If he's calling it, calling in a Ralph of Aski or a Shmuel it's not just like a letter of Alma, you know. He's there. It's pretty serious. So... Uh, and then he says, um, then he says, you know, he says we follow the Chachmas Adam. Rav Yaakov, t- he says, Rav Yaakov told me that when he when he took his smith of the chinna, they asked him only on prima gardens. So, uh, so not not Chachmas Adams. So you know, so okay, I don't know. I mean, I would think that the answer really is that the Messiah probably was to be machmer like everybody. You know, generally when there's machlokas prima gardens and Chachmas Adam, the we machmer like old shitters. So really, I think Chachmas is probably right. That yeah, the many was to be machmer because uh, many whenever there's a machlokas, we're going to be machmer. So, uh, <coughs> so, um, and then at the end, he, and then at the end, he comes back to Zlatanovsky that he says, you know, um, it's hard to understand the Chaznesh. He also says, he says, I don't think it's mukruch in the lashon of the Chochmas Adam that the Chochmas Adam is cholik in the Pimegadim, which is a little hard to understand. Uh, the Chochmas Adam does not like his cholik, you know. So, you know, so he has his way of reading it. He says you don't have to read the Chochmas Adam that way. Yes, and so it's a suggestion of how to read the Chochmas Adam. Again, the, the Chazanish is reading it. The simple thing is, he says, we don't eat it, you know, so it uh, doesn't just say we don't eat the chalev. So, but then at the end, Wabalski says that anyway, you know, the, the, you know the, the, uh, we don't have a Messiah over here not to eat it. And, uh, and, uh, and most Postgame, even at the time, did not agree with the Chazanish that, uh, that we should be Mahmoud with the Zebu. So therefore, so therefore the Wabalski is Mako. In the, 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 the this was his, the last line. This is how he finishes off. The zebu or the parsley. The zebu or the parsley. Well, the machlokas and Eretz Yisrael was about the zebu, but it's the same under halachically. It's okay. the same underpinning. So the end of Bolski finishes off. He says. He says, "Achasen eshkidah bechidash b'michta prati lahatzchik maseiros gam lachayis behemas avod asa oylem lahakol b'zeh." That's how that, that's the Revolsky. Revolsky seems to feel that uh, even though even though um, even though the Chasnish was Machmer, 
But he seems to feel that the, 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 the standard, the standard uh, is, is to make It seems that, uh, you know, Yosha wasn't like, uh, like up in arms about it either, you know. He said, yeah, it's good night to, to, to move over, you know. So, but Lemaisa, that's why, um, you know, in America it seems to be that, uh, that uh, uh, people, are, people are more known to the Hockel, but ultimately it's, it's, it's still, the fact still is that it is, uh, there is debate about it. The Chazanish, the Chayyim would be Machme. The Chazanish, I don't think the Chazanish would would, uh, would go for this. That there's no then there's America. There's no Masora. As much as there's a, the Masora of Lita is Machai very strong. The Stam is Machai for America too. So probably the Chazanish wouldn't eat it. But uh, but again, I think that as Rabbi said, the, the general tenor of the Achronim is that most people, most folks can make it. And generally, the cashless organizations in America will give a will give a hefshet to Bison if they're if it's offered. So, um, it's, it's, it's all the same. Uh, you can find it. Um, um, uh, it's not so easy to shut bison, you know, they're not so, they're not so docile, you know, it's not like they just, uh, uh, you know, you know they, they, they roam around, you know, it's not like you can, they just, uh, it's, not, it's just not so practical, you know. Um, anyway, that's bison, the Mitzvah Shem, tomorrow I'll talk about turkey. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, uh,